Welcome to Vision Forward's Tech Connect Live, connecting you to the world of assistive technology. And now, here are your hosts, Corey and Luke. everybody. Hi and welcome to the show. We have a real extravaganza for you today. Call me extravaganza. Wait, could you say that again, please? Extravaganza. Wait, again, please. Extravaganza. Oh boy, do shorter. we ever. That's a shorter extravaganza sound than I thought. <laughs> I, got, I got the extravaganza vibe. Uh, sorry if anybody at home is, uh, is um, kind Watching of... Watching us. Well, yeah. <laughs> that too. If anybody at home is getting a headache, but we have some, we have a mad confetti background going on because it's such an extravaganza. It is. We have going And none of it is falling on us. It's falling right behind us. Oh yeah, that's it's the best amazing. place to <laughs> um, uh, Let me, before we go any further, I am going to get rid of our extravaganza. Sure, oh wait, not. I got rid of the other one. There we go. We're back to the studio. Look at that. Ooh. The magic of television. Um, uh, Just like that, the extravaganza's over. It's over. <laughs> Thanks for watching. It was a real, a real good show. Uh, no, I hope everybody is having a lovely day today, as yeah. usual, because it is Thursday, and that can only mean two things. Number one, it is Tech Connect Live, and number two, you are probably wanting to turn off your computer right now. Those are oh, the I two guarantees. This is the day before Friday. I was going to go for that, yeah. but it seemed too obvious. That's and true. Uh, good call. The fact that you knew that that was where I was going to go proves yeah. that it was going to be too obvious. That is so. true. Uh, hope everybody's, yeah, well, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> hope everybody is good. It is very nice here in Milwaukee, Wisconsin. We have an excellent 65 to 70 degrees, I believe. I think so. It's mm. supposed to be hit 79, I saw. Oh, wow. Okay, today. so maybe yeah. we're even uh, on our 75 already. Going on our journey up to 79, I, for one, am very glad. Corey, are you enjoying the nice weather? Yes. Great. <laughs> I was just thinking how this turned into like a newscat and like I thought maybe a map would show up behind us. You can see the cold front moving in from the west coast. Ooh, it's cold. No guarantees, but maybe we will have that for next time. We should start doing that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that would actually be yeah. a great thing, a great little segue. Yeah. yeah, Jonathan can be our uh, news uh, presenter. Jonathan, would you like to say hello? Uh, I, shoot, I realize now. Jonathan doesn't have his microphone. <laughs> if, you, if, you yell real, if you yell real loud, I bet you they can hear us. <laughs> That's unfortunate because Jonathan was going to tell our joke today, but if he is unmiked, then it may we, not go well. We might have to. We did uh, do a presentation last week mm. uh, in an in-person conference, which oh, we was kind of nice. Yeah. Uh, and so one of our uh, listeners who who joins us on Tech Connect Lives did give an in-person joke, so maybe we'll use that one. Maybe we will, but uh, they may be watching, and if they are, well, then uh, they're going to know the answer If already. they're not, then I'm not giving them credit. <laughs> okay, fair enough. <laughs> so we will not say who that came from. Then. I do two jokes. Oh, wow, oh, Jonathan, right. okay. Jonathan, that's okay. fine. So our producer, Jonathan, has two jokes, but we may need to relay them. Corey, uh, have you been doing anything fun so far uh, this month? This month? Mm. Uh, no. Good. No, not, that's not great. My son just started baseball. He had his first oh, game last exciting. night. Yeah. yeah so did they win? Uh, they did, 17 to 13. Oh, good game. Very high scoring yeah, game. Yeah, yeah he, had, uh, he was up to bat three times. He nice. got two base hits and a walk. That, I don't know what and that means, but it sounds great. He, yeah, he did, not, he did not strike out. So that's okay, great. fantastic. Yeah, what about you? What, uh, what's, what's, been in, what's going on in your May? Uh, well, Corey, I've been uh, getting a new porch built. Oh, that's right. You mm. got the whole, well, not only just a new, I mean, they're doing the porch now. I didn't, but uh, hold on, not a porch, a deck. Let that's me get true. it right. Yes, that's yes, true. yes, yes, yes. 
Uh, yes. Not only are you getting a new deck, yes. but you're also getting a uh, you're also adding on to the house too. Indeed, getting an so extension, cool. getting a deck. It is all kicking off at the house. We have some excellent workers who've been working very hard, and I have been providing them with say, a you, sugared you, treats. You leave, what's the last thing you left for them? Uh, that would be rice crispy cakes. Oh. Yeah, so, rice crispy treats. Or yes, uh, okay. treats. Yeah, so they've been uh, getting a combination of rice crispy treats, cookies, muffins, cupcakes. Anything in that how, kind of how genre. How often? Um, every morning? Uh, no, that would be crazy. I no, was I, say, I'm not yeah. that rich. No. Um, usually every. Suddenly every your extension costs you. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> <Yeah>. more. <laughs> exactly. Uh, every third day is usually when they receive them. That's pretty cool. Yeah, so they seem quite happy about it. Um, unfortunately, because they they their English is not uh, good enough for solid communication. Yeah. So that was why it became my mission to communicate via food instead. How and happy I, you were with their... Exactly, yeah. yeah and I think we've sense. been having it. Unless good, they don't uh, like any of your treats. <laughs> and like, someday you're just going to find them all in the back of your property. Probably. <laughs> why do we got so many squirrels in the back of the house? <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. But uh, anyway, I've been trying. So, yes, yeah, so that's what's been going oh. on for me and Corey and I did talk at a conference last week and that was very exciting was. Stevens yeah. Point Wisconsin we talked all about wearable yeah. assistive nationally technology uh, renowned Stevens Point Wisconsin well sure why not yes sure. uh, the, the university there oh that's true yes yeah that's where they, we talked uh, in fact. what's that isn't that where we talked no we, was were, at the college? we were at a technical college that's there. right yeah. yes 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 Anyway, so things are going very well, and we hope that things are going very well for all of you. If anybody has any exciting stories about what they have been up yeah, to so far. You're leaving treats for people. Yeah. Let, us, <laughs> let us know. Please put that in the chat. We do love to talk via the chat. Somebody here has already put something in there. Thank you from Paul. Paul says, oh, yeah, here in honor of Star Wars Day last week. Oh, yeah. Fair okay, enough. so yes. he's going to start with a joke? I okay. I realize you have May the 4th for Star Wars Day, and then straight after it's Cinco de Mayo. That's true. That's a hell of a party right there. There is. All right. In honor of Star Wars Day last week, Paul says, why did Han not like his steak? Anybody? Jonathan? Uh, Anybody? Yeah. Anybody? Solo? No. Solo? No. No. Thank you, Jonathan. Anybody know why? So, oh, I know why. Go on. It's got to be something with chewy. Yes, oh, very good. It's got to be it so was chewy. chewy. It was chewy. Which is actually kind of Wait, brutal. does that mean that yes. the steak was? Oh, that's yeah. not bad. That took a dark turn. Paul, uh... Yeah, I, I fear, I fear, I fear for your health. That, <laughs> that is a very dark joke. Chewbacca is not so happy. <laughs> well, I guess you could probably cut a bit off of Chewbacca and he'd probably still be okay. Because he's quite a big guy, you know. Yeah. So you could take maybe a bit of thigh meat. Just so something. you know, he is—he gets offended when he, he's not a guy. He is a. Oh, I'm sorry. He's a Wookiee. Oh, is that uh, okay? Yeah. Is he—is he, he a male Wookiee though? Or? Yes. Okay. But they don't call themselves guys. No, did okay. you? Did you? This, I don't want to get into this whole thing, but in the Star <laughs> <kinda> Wars, <laughs> in the Star Wars universe, yeah. there is this Christmas, the Chewbacca oh, Christmas gosh. special. Oh, sure, yeah. That yeah, is yeah. just notoriously bad. Known yeah. of how bad, and it's yeah. all—it's Chewy with his family, with his wife and kids. Untranslated. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Oh. It's, uh, yes. Okay. I mean, it's, it's un. I, I, do a search on YouTube for yes. Star Wars Christmas, and you can check it out. But it's. It's it's one of those now that's become like a cult. I guarantee yeah. you there is a fan translation out there as well. Oh, probably. Mm -hmm. Well, uh, after that, I'm feeling a bit depressed about yeah. uh, Chewie's fate. No, uh, we have some more jokes here okay. from Jonathan. Yes. How did the snowman build his house? Jonathan, I feel like you have the wrong season for this joke, but uh, <laughs> we'll go ahead. How did the snowman build his house? Anybody? Well, I mean, we have the snow 12 today. So. Oh, oh, very yeah, relevant. Yeah. That's he a good point. I forgot about it. Yes. 
with yes love <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> well, if nobody else has any better answers, he glued it oh, together. That's pretty good. Wrong button. No, that was appropriate. That was very Jonathan appropriate. doesn't have his headphones on, right? It was the right <laughs> button, don't worry. <laughs> what do you call a penguin in the Sahara Desert, Corey? Lost. I can write these. All right. <laughs> well, that was definitely Christmas. I was going to say that was Christmas cracker standard, but Americans don't really do Christmas crackers, do they? We do not. No, that's a shame. But uh, each Christmas cracker comes with a joke. Now, when you say cracker, are you meaning cookie? No. Because, oh, no. no, you call. It's a tube with an explosive inside. Ooh, nice. And, oh, <laughs> cracker in that kind of cracker. Yeah, that's okay. the other type of cracker that I would call a Christmas cracker. Well, what do you call something you put cheese on? A cracker. Eat? But that's not a Christmas cracker, oh, though. That's just a cracker. Why is if it is red and green cheese? Then that's bad. Like, I mean, <laughs> yeah, don't eat it, eat. I guess. <laughs> an Easter egg is not egg. Uh, correct. An Easter egg is not an egg. Yes, thank you. A Christmas okay. cracker is not a cracker. Thank you. So, speaking of cheese really fast, yeah. you, were you not a fan of the cheese tax song? Uh, well, no, I thought it was I thought it was really good, but also really weird. Yeah. What is the tax? That was, is it a euphemism for something? Well, no, the, the, it's so for anyone who doesn't know the cheese tax song, go mm -hmm. go uh, Google on YouTube. But it's a dog saying that the tax they have to pay is a piece of cheese every time you're in the kitchen. Oh, I didn't and you're pick up cooking. on the dog part. Yeah, that's uh, the, the oh, song is sung okay. from the perspective of a dog. I didn't understand that part. And, the, oh, and okay. that the, uh, the owner has to pay the cheese tax. That's that makes very, sense. Yeah, very important business. Yeah, my cat likes cheese as well. Yeah, so, so, I thought so it was, do I. It was, it was a funny song. It's a good song. Check it out, Cheese Tax on YouTube. <laughs> and now Colby is going to do a live performance of the Cheese Tax song, Take It Away. And I'm going to do it in untranslated Wookiee. <laughs> Here we go. All right. Well, maybe not. Maybe let's not do that. Um, if anybody wants to chat, you can put your messages in the chat. Do be aware that by, by default, they only go to hosts and panelists. Do we have it set so people can't send messages? No, they can. You okay. just We cannot change it. Per, it it's always right. defaults to that. It won't let so us So above where you type the message, there is a combo box where you can choose to send to everybody if you so wish. If you're using a screen reader, you would have to shift tab up to that combo box and I don't believe the alt down arrow opens it for some reason I think you have to press space but I could okay. be, yeah I could be wrong with that uh, but uh, then you can choose to send to everybody if you're using a mouse you can click on the blue uh, button that says uh, hosts and panelists and choose there to send to everybody if you so wish we do like jokes and comments and questions and questions but not hard ones no only very easy ones because today it is me doing the presentation. And today we are talking about the Snow 12 and the Compact 10 HD Speech. Corey, which device am I using first here? Can you tell by the sound of the stand? Yes. Yes, which one is it? That is yeah. the Snow 12. No, sorry. <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I knew that. I was testing you to make sure you knew which one that was. Sure, good. Yeah. Very so good job. If you, flip out, if you were to flip the camera up the oh, top, that's the then one, I yeah. would have known. Okay, here we go. You ready? Is that identifiable? Snow 12. <laughs> Darn it. Okay, so this device here is the Compact 10 HD Speech. And let me turn off our line markers. This is a 10-inch uh, portable electronic magnification device made by who, Corey? That would be made by Optilec. That is correct, Optilec. Who makes quite good portables. I would say so. Yeah, they, they are a good assistive technology company. And this is a good device, I believe. Corey, when it first came out, how much did this device cost? $1,599. Yes. 
$95 if yes. you wanted the OCR piece that we'll talk about. Yep. What was it, 13 or 14? Um, 12? 12 Without the OCR? Yeah. Uh, 13, I believe. 13.95 yeah, 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 yeah. without. Uh, yes, I believe so. Corey, how much does the the version with OCR cost now? I think it's nine. Is it 19 or 19.95? It's 1900. 1900. What on earth happened here? That's inflation, sir. <laughs> wow, that is a, a heavy piece of inflation. Yeah, that's. I mean, we're talking what four or five hundred bucks over. <laughs> yeah. So this device uh, raised in price uh, three hundred and uh, three three hundred bucks, I guess. Three? It was fifteen ninety. Oh yeah, you're right. Yeah, yeah. So uh, it went up in price quite a lot, as did a lot of other assistive technology devices during the past year or uh, year yeah, and a half, something like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So it is a lot more expensive than it originally was. I think that is a big bummer because when it came out, it was a very good price for the quality of machine that you were getting. Um, now it's kind of getting closer to that desktop CCTV kind of price. And so, yeah. you know, it's, uh, it's a tough one. And, you, know, uh, uh, you know, my instinct is to say $1,900 is too much, yes. but they're all moving up. Exactly, so yeah, it really, it's not, it's not fair to just say that, you know, the Compact 10 you know, you're going to be paying more for all of them. Yes, this is very true. So. Yes. So whether it's worth the 1900 is going to depend on you and whether it has the features that you need. But what features are those? Well, on the basic level, we have magnification and we have OCR. Corey, what is OCR? OCR stands for yep. uh, Oscar. Yes. Carly Romeo? No, Oscar mm. Crouches. Yes. Repeatedly. Revert, repeatedly. Yes, yes. Yeah. And that is why he's a crouch. <laughs> if you crouched repeatedly, you, you would be, be exhausted. <laughs> uh, no, of course, OCR is optical character recognition. Oh, yeah. Yes. Uh, so oh, that, that OCR. That OCR. <laughs> I'm sorry. I, I should have, you should have been more clear. <laughs> so uh, this device will read uh, text to us aloud with a nice, very nice synthesized mm -hmm. voice. And the nice thing about this device is it does full page OCR. Now, this is why we are having an extravaganza, because both of these devices have similar features, magnification and optical character recognition, but not just OCR, full page OCR. For a handheld, that is somewhat uh, unusual. Yeah. Yeah. It's not often, uh, traditionally, if a device had OCR, a handheld device, it would not capture the entire page. But both of these devices have got uh, features which allow them to capture an entire 8.5 by 11, which is very handy for reading your mail and other things like that. Mm -hmm. But how well do they do it? That is the question. Well, we are going to find out in our live demonstration. But first of all, let's look at the physical makeup of the Compact 10 here. So on the back, we do have a stand which falls out towards us. Uh, it's actually a really nice, really nice hinged uh, design that has a very satisfying kind of thunk into place. So I do like that feature. And uh, when we pull out the stand, it will turn on the device and then we can turn it around. We have obviously the 10 inch screen here. We have a speaker, which is uh, down toward the bottom underneath the screen. And on the left side, as the device is facing us, we have just a couple of things here. We have the power button, which is raised, so it's tactile. We have a 3.5 mil headphone port, and we have a USB-C charging port as well. On the other side, there are no ports of any kind. And there is one other thing which I, which design-wise we're going to look at, but I'm going to keep that secret just for the Ooh, moment. Oh, yeah. So, yes, indeed, we will have a reveal. Um, no, wait, that's a human. I was just going to say, I think we've done one other reveal. Already. <laughs> All right, that was such a assistive technology <laughs> joke. Oh my god, that's very bad. 
It was very bad. All right, so uh, this device, anyway, it is, uh, there are no physical controls on it. So how do we control it? Corey, any ideas? Yeah, I mean, so it's going to be done touchscreen. Indeed it is. Um, and it's going to be, you know, for, for increasing and decreasing magnification, it's going to be sort of those pinch and reverse pinch that you're used to. Yes, I will say you can also use a plus and minus and that button was, in the control bar. I was just going to ask you, is there Aha. also sort of a control bar kind yes. of across the bottom? So yep. uh, quickly, as, as, as we just mentioned this and your experience working with clients. Yep. How do you, I think the touch screen's good, yeah. but do you, how do people feel about not having physical in, uh, plus and minus buttons? Do you think that's a, a downfall for this device or, or not, a, not a problem? If you had asked me even five years ago, I might have said it's a problem. Yeah. But like at this point, so many people are using touch screens, including basically every senior that I meet. Yeah, they understand the way it works. They understand the interface, mm -hmm. and it doesn't phase them anymore. Okay, so I would say no. It's not. It's and not a downside. From anymore. a visual standpoint, I think I keep coming. What's hard for me as somebody with really no usable vision, mm -hmm. I immediately think of well, without physical buttons, it would be really kind of tough to to do it. Mm -hmm. But the people using these devices have usable vision. They can see the plus and minus, even though it's a touch-based button. Yes, they're still able to see it and manipulate it. I and, think you know. basically everybody I've I've uh, shown this to has been able to see and manipulate the controls. Okay. They are large, high contrast, and visually very simple. Not adjustable though, right? What, uh, you, you well, hmm. you can, I believe, change them to, so by standard they are black on a white background. Uh -huh. I think you can change them to the opposite, so okay. white buttons on a black background. You can also move the position of the control panel from the bottom to the side as oh, well. Oh, okay. Yeah. So there are a couple of features, but you can't change the size of them as far okay. as I'm aware. All right, so uh, whenever we tap the screen, it brings up our controls. If we tap the screen again, the controls will disappear. Obviously, we don't want the controls there while we're trying to read because they're taking up screen real estate. And we have two sections when the control panel is up. We have the bottom section, which houses the main controls. And then at the top, we have an, some additional things. We have a clock that we can go to, 11.28 p.m., 6 26, 1970? <laughs> oh, I wasn't born. Wow. Either were you or Jonathan. That's uh, interesting. Maybe, uh, hmm, okay. Just so, the toilet? <laughs> I was just going to say. <laughs> I'm kind of freaked out right yeah. now. Uh, and then on the left side, we have an additional menu that will open up some controls, which are important, but not as important as the main controls. Let's talk about <laughs> uh, the main controls first here. Magnification, plus and minus. Now, most people are able to use the pinch and reverse pinch at this point. Uh, um, but if you do find pinch and reverse pinch difficult, then you can use the plus and minus. You can just hold your finger on them and it will continuously zoom in or out. And, so and that's is it handy. a, this is, might be a weird question, but when I was did more with video magnification in the past, mm -hmm. I would remember some devices had a, a constant zoom yep. and some had four levels. Yes, no, is this, this a, one is continuous, okay. yes. Do you see those levels much anymore or is that more in like the, those, you know, Amazon $200 knockoff You definitely ones? see them on those cheaper uh, devices and sometimes on more expensive devices, like for example, the uh, Explore 5 from HumanWare yeah. does have fixed levels, but there are a lot of levels. Okay, 
Yeah. Um, Interesting. Actually, thinking about it, I'm pretty sure it has fixed levels, but uh, it's been yeah. Been a while since I. Yeah, it's been yeah, a while since yeah part, since yeah. I looked at it. But uh, anyway, yeah, for the most part, it would be continuous zoom. Okay. Now, the, the nice thing about that is you can get the zoom exactly where you need it. So you don't want to make it too big because the bigger you make it, the less you will see on the screen. You really just want to make the text as large as you need it to read effectively. And uh, if we have continuous zoom, then we can certainly do that. Now, this is the smallest level of magnification I am currently set at, and so I cannot make it any smaller. It doesn't actually tell you what magnification level this is, um, but uh, I cannot make it any smaller than this, and I can see maybe half or maybe a little more of an eight and a half by 11 in terms of the width. Um, so that's what we're getting at the lowest magnification. Obviously, if we zoom up, we can go really nice and high. I don't have the specs with me at the moment, but it's kind of to the point where you're just fitting a few letters on the screen as you would uh, expect. Obviously, with the 10 inch screen, depending on our level of vision loss, it is a nice amount of screen real estate for doing larger amounts of reading. So, you know, in the past, you might have said, don't use a handheld for reading any significant amount of text. Mm -hmm. uh, but with the larger screens they are practical so you can, you might use this for reading a newspaper perfectly fine i find that you know when the when portable sort of came out we saw like the the pebbles and stuff at you know the three and a oh, half yeah. four sure. yeah. and a half five those those were good for spot reading but i do find that i, I do think these 8 10 12 mm -hmm. are a pretty good size for both portability and being able to read more more, you know, more than just spot reading. Yeah, I would totally agree. It is a nice size. The major downside to them, I think, is actually trying to move them over the surface of the document that you're trying to read. Sure. Um, just because they're a little heavier and a little more cumbersome. Um, and with this one in particular, the stand tends to get caught on the edges of paper fairly easily. So if you're trying to read mail, for example, as you slide the device across, the stand can get caught on the edge of the paper, and now you can't kind of slide it across hmm. properly. So um, that is something to, to be aware of. The other buttons in our control panel down here, we have a, a color button. I'll hit that. We have here white on black. It's really nice and sharp as well. I do think the camera on this is uh, really fantastic. So nice, sharp white on black. We have the high contrast black on white, of course. And then here we have a yellow and blue. That's not trans translating great across the camera here, but it is a nice uh, solid yellow and blue on the screen. And then we're back to regular color. Now we can go into the menus and set other colors to be available as well. Uh, those are the ones that we have enabled at the moment, but there are a number of other colors depending on what you find the best. We also have two other buttons here, which both have camera pictures. The one that is just a camera, we'll hit that one first. And this one, of course, is going to freeze the image on the screen, as you would expect. So now we have the image on the screen. And with the image, I'll move my document there. So with the image on the screen, we can, of course, zoom in and uh, zoom out. We can pan the image using the touch screen, so that's kind of handy. And we can also bring up the control panel and change the colors as we could do in the live view. Um, so that can be nice, you know, sometimes it's good to take a picture, zoom in, and then just pan using your finger rather than sliding the entire device uh, from uh, left to right over the, the document. So that's always a nice feature to have. And the one, the other camera has a speaker inside. That would be the icon. Corey, any ideas what this button might do? The speaker? That is going to be OCR. Indeed it is. Now we can so do- So if you want to see Oscar Crouch. <laughs> We're not bringing that again, are we? <laughs> so um, with the OCR, we can do it in our 
kind of regular mode that we're in at the moment. But bear in mind, it can only read what it can, what you can see on the screen. Okay, so here I'm kind of like on a regular eight and a half by eleven, and I'm not seeing all of the print on the screen from the document. I'm just seeing some of it. It's cut off on the right side. So I can definitely take a picture of this, and it's uh, going to process the image, and then it will be able to read it aloud to us. But it will only be able to read aloud what it is able to see. So we'll give it a second here. Technology and education technology in real life work, school and horn assistive technology. Horn. <laughs> access to computers, computers. All right, so uh, as we heard there, we weren't getting the complete sentences. Now, that might be enough to give me an idea of what this is, is about, uh, but generally you wouldn't try and read an eight and a half by 11 uh, like this because it's not going to read all the text. Yeah. But for smaller things like maybe a business card or something like that, you could definitely, uh, you could definitely use it. And it works pretty well as well. Didn't take too long. No. The quality was nice. Good voice. We're going to look a bit more at the OCR in a second here. Before we do that, though, one other thing that we are able to do is fold the stand away and use this for distance viewing. So now we are looking into the distance. It's a little hard to position it. There we go. You can see the bottom of a camera stand there in front of us and some of the carpets there. Um, again, the image is quite nice and we can zoom in and out again using our pinch and reverse pinch. I would say the main downside to doing that is just um, carrying the device. It, it's a little heavy. I mean, it is a 10 inch device and you know, it's uh, got a fairly thick body and uh, you know, obviously has lots of stuff inside it here. So it is a fairly heavy device just to carry around. So trying to hold it to look at something in the distance might be um, a little on the, the difficult side. But if you do want to do it, then that feature is there. Before we move on to the, the, the other OCR piece, I have a quiz question for you. Uh oh, okay. And I, I can't remember the answer. Oh, oh. When we were in CSUN, yes. we were at the Vespero booth. We were? There was a new device. There was? There was a device that had that, that, that algorithm that cleaned up the image. Oh, yes, yes, yes. What yes. was that? Was that in the compact? I thought it was a compact was six. Eight? No, that's what we have now. I think it was a compact six. Because I thought they were like cleaning out some, they were trying to combine some number. I, I, I couldn't remember. Mm. It was a cool feature that worked, but now I can't remember yeah. which one it was. If anybody knows, please put it in the chat. <laughs> yeah, or you can watch us. our first CSUN video, and I think you will find the device yes. also. Um, okay, I uh, just wanted to show this picture here. This is a nice uh, example of the camera quality. Um, bearing in mind, we just printed this on a regular piece of paper with our own printer, so it's not the highest quality printing or anything, but the colors of this picture um, really are pretty decent. Okay, Ooh, there's the time again. So let's look at the special feature of Ooh. this device. And the special feature is this camera. Here we go. Uh, from the yeah, from you guys seeing it, it might look a bit odd because of the angle, but this camera basically folds out of the top of the device. Now, you guys can't see the top of the camera, um, but the top of the camera is kind of up where my hand is uh, waving around at the moment. And this camera has an LED light built in, and uh, it will give us a full view of an 8.5 by 11 sheet of paper. And which it is basically folds out the top and then aims to the right of the device, yes. right? So yes. rather than... The original camera that points kind of down towards the table, mm -hmm. uh, right behind the screen. Yes. Now we've got it pointing off to our uh, to 
again pointing down to the table. But yeah, to but the off to right. the right oh, side. Yeah. Yes. So um, the awkward thing about this is um, just that you're now kind of like manipulating the document on the right side, but looking at it on the screen, yeah. uh, which is in a different location. But it's not too hard to get the hang of. On the base of the Compact 10, there is a bit that sticks out, which is just where my finger is here. This is just a plastic tab that sticks out. So if you need to feel where the document uh, is supposed to be aligned, then you can do so. You can feel where that tab is and then just align the base of the document with that tab. Actually, the document can go around either way. So it doesn't matter if it's the, to the top of the document or the base, either way you will get good uh, results. So we want to get the entire 8.5 by 11 on the screen, which I uh, have got at the moment. And we can do a few different things when we have a document underneath this second camera. First of all, we can still zoom in on the document. So I've gone ahead and used my pinch zoom there. I've zoomed in on the document and I can move the document underneath this camera and read it like this if I want to. Now, the problem with doing this is I hit the device with the side of the document as I'm trying to slide it left. So you might not necessarily want to read like this, but what we could do if we were getting clever is we could zoom out so we can see the entire document on the screen. We could tap the screen to bring up our control panel and then we could hit the picture button, which is the icon of the camera. So this is going to take a picture now using the second camera. We can see the entire document on the screen using the second camera. So now we have a picture of the entire document. At this point, we can zoom in. And because we have a picture of the entire document, we are able to pan the entire document just using our finger on the screen and panning left and right. So rather than moving the device from left to right in the live view, mm -hmm. we have taken a picture of the document and we're able to pan it just using the touch screen. To me, this is very, very convenient for uh, reading documents because one of the things that people do find difficult is moving the entire device over a document when they're reading. However, the big downside to doing this is the panning left to right is very slow. And so you really have to like do a lot of panning with your finger to get it to scroll from left to right and right to left. I wish the Optelec would make this a lot snappier because then it would be a very effective way to uh, to read an eight and a half by 11. Which I sure sh think they could do that with a, a firmware update. So. There's yeah. no hardware that needs to get done. No. Or, or even present some buttons that pop up that instead of actually panning, maybe there's a right arrow and a left arrow where yep. you just tap and it does the panning yeah. for you. Yeah, exactly. Something like that nice. will be super neat. Yeah. Um, we can still change colors in this view. Now, the quality of the image is not as good. So when you change the colors, you can get some kind of washing out a little bit. So that is worth bearing in mind. But in general, I do think that's a, a potentially very useful feature. Uh, so something to bear in mind. That's one thing that we can do with our second camera. Another thing that we can do in a similar vein is use this device for reading underneath. Now, traditionally, I, wait a minute, I said reading. <laughs> I, was reading. I was just about to say, traditionally, you can't do that with these I, devices. I was waiting to, I think he meant writing, <laughs> but I, well, I don't want to correct him because maybe he's going somewhere else. <laughs> no, you, uh, you got it spot on. What I meant to say was writing. Okay. So uh, traditionally, you cannot write under a handheld device very easily. But the Compact 10 gives us a nice way to do it yeah. using this fold-out camera. We have plenty of space under the camera to put our hands. So once we have our document positioned under the camera, at this point, we can 
can zoom in and we can put our hand underneath there. Now, the problem with uh, trying to write underneath a device is it might try and focus on your hand and therefore unfocus on the paper that you're trying to write on. And you don't want that. But luckily, if we bring up our controls here, at the top right, we have a focus lock button. Hit the focus lock. Now the machine will stay focused on the page. So when we put our hand underneath, then it won't try and focus on our hand. It will stay focused on the page. And now we can go ahead and underline or highlight or write out a check or something like that. So this is uh, probably, it's definitely one of my favorite devices in terms of a solution for writing underneath. I think it's really clever because, yeah. you know, as you said, writing it under the uh, other ways is just almost impossible to get your hand up and around behind oh, the yeah, thing, for sure, yeah. and you're sort practical. of writing on a weird angle. It just doesn't work. Yeah, but this works really well. Now, mm -hmm. one thing is, one weird thing is that some compact tens that I've tried have had image lag when you have been trying to write underneath them, and it makes it very, very hard to write effectively under them because the image lag, you can't have that while you're writing because you need to see exactly what you're writing as it happens. Um, our device oh. doesn't seem to have that problem so much, um, but some of them, like I say, that I've used do, so I'm not sure what's going on there hmm. but uh yeah something to be aware of at least okay so corey what's the final thing we can do with our second camera so uh, when luke the first thing he showed was showing that you could take a picture of the full eight and a half by 11 yep. using that camera button but obviously if we go back to that same uh where we have it kind of showing the full eight and a half by 11 if this time, if we do the camera with the speaker button, mm -hmm. we're gonna be able to do a full page OCR unlike uh, the previous camera where we only got uh, a little portion bit of, the text. of it. Yeah, so this time we can get a full page OCR because we can see the full page. And you're gonna see that, well, hopefully you're gonna see that it does a decent job at capturing the Four. image and starting to read forward. it. Association, Technology and Education Center. True, correct. Connecting people that is us. with vision lost to possibilities. Oh. Yes. Vision forward technology and and let me pause it there. So it did a very nice job, and it's displaying the words on the screen as well as reading those words to us. Hopefully, the uh, people watching are able to uh, hear the, the sound of the voice. It's a pretty nice uh, voice. I think, Corey, what do you think about the Yeah, no, the I voice? liked it. I assume there's probably a, a rabbit turtle. You can speed it up, slow it down, the, the speech. Yes, so what we can do, if we bring up our control panel, we have various buttons uh, that we can use. We have a plus and minus again for changing the size of the text mm -hmm. as it's being represented on the screen and you will note that as it as we read technology in real life work as it reads, it will highlight the text, ah, which good. is very nice. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So we can increase and decrease the size. We can change the color of the text that's being read to us. Mm -hmm. And if we hit, uh, we have a pause play as well. And if we hit the speaker icon, it opens two sliders. The slider to the left is volume. The slider to the right is speed. Are you able to do any kind of skimming or fast-forwarding, jumping ahead by a sentence, anything like that? Well, you can scroll the text on the screen with your finger. So oh. you can just scroll it up and down. Now, I forget if you press play, whether it starts reading from where you scrolled to. So let's find out. So I scrolled to a paragraph that starts with the center. See and it went back. Okay. Yes. So, yeah, I don't know if there is a way to do that. That is a fantastic question. Okay. But, uh, oh, there we go. I found it. Tap on it, maybe? Yes, or? that's what you do. Yeah. yeah. You so that's what we can do. We can move the text by scrolling on the screen and then tap in an area. I think we have to hold our finger on there, maybe. There we go. The oh, and it'll start reading. And it'll start reading from that specific place. That's yeah. so brilliant. Yeah, so that's, uh, yeah, it has some really nice features. Very oh, easy yeah. to navigate, I think. Corey, I have a test for you. Okay. 
I'm going to put, I think this speaks very fast at its top speed. Okay. I'm going to play this and I want you to see if you can understand it. Uh oh. Here we go, you ready? Go. Can't believe the people with vision smart board with. <laughs> you got some of it. Yeah. It's pretty fast, though. People right? with vision loss, smart board. Yeah, that was pretty fast. Yeah, so they, you can really crank up the speed quite a lot. If you that's so how design. I used to listen to my textbooks in college. Okay, and well, then, that's why you failed. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I mean, and then they said, did you, did you read? And I said, yes, but I didn't sure. comprehend. I only comprehended every 15th word. <laughs> All right. Uh, okay, so now we'll put it on a slower speed. Let's listen to what that sounds oh, like. This, Here we go. This is literally like chalk. That is painful. Uh, nails on a chalkboard. Yeah. Here we go. Three forty-five minutes. Oh. Demonstration by <laughs> contacting. It's quite. It's, slow. it's so slow that it's uh, it's you know it's even it's it's for people who are like oh you know I'm just new to speech even yeah. even too slow is but bad then, because oh, yeah. it's, it's just un, it's almost unintelligible. Yeah, it's it's the equivalent of reading one letter at a time on a CCTV. Yeah, oh that's a good way of thinking. I didn't yeah. think that. Yeah. All right, so. Um, I think people at home will agree, hopefully, that uh, this device is pretty cool. It's got some pretty solid features. Now, we do have a whole menu system we can dive into. We can change uh, text-to-speech voices. We can uh, turn on line markers. We can save documents and then go back to them and read them or have them read aloud. We can change screen brightness. And we can go into a whole set of other settings, including Bluetooth, where we can connect to uh, external speakers and the, and the like. Uh, or headphones. We have uh, Miracast. We can send the screen to a uh, television. We have uh, different color modes. There's all sorts of things we can mess around with. Hmm. But we don't have time to do that. But that's okay. I think we've covered the main features here. And we think this is a pretty cool device. Battery life, I think we're getting the usual three to four hours you know, sure. uh, of, of uh, continuous use. All right, are we ready? Nice transition. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so now we will move on to a similar device. If I can get this, uh oh. I have to try and get out of here without knocking over the camera. This is going to be the tricky part. All right, here we go. We got it. Corey, which device is this, please? Today we are looking at the Compact 10 H. Oh, wait. <laughs> this is the Snow 12 by Zumax. Indeed, it is Zumax Snow 12. Now, Zumax are a Chinese company. They are. And, uh, they are. And I'm not sure about their current uh, status in terms of I US support and things like they that. They opened a US office. Okay. If so, I'm not mistaken. Hopefully that is true. So, um, yes, uh, being a Chinese company at one point, it was necessary if you wanted to deal with them to deal with uh, their staff in China, which is fine, um, except just in terms of the time difference and stuff like that, it could be a bit of a pain. Mm -hmm. uh, but yes, hopefully they have some US support. I know if you do have issues with your device, you can send it to a place in the US for, um, you know, for servicing. Um, but I'm just not sure about the support side of things. Yeah, I thought they did, but I but it's yeah. been a bit since I had to talk with them. Yes, me too. All right, so this device, we have a 12-inch tablet mm. this time. That's two whole inches larger than the last one. So I think you'll agree. This is obviously the better device, and uh, we can finish there. <laughs> that was easy. <laughs> that was very easy. Extra extra Extravaganza. Yeah, there you go, if I could even say it. Can it say it for me? Uh, it could, but it would have to be on a sheet of paper. So <laughs> okay. There, so. Uh, so this is a 12-inch device now. Uh, now, 12 inches is bigger than 10 inches. I think we can all agree on that. That's true. However, we're not really getting the full benefit of the 12-inch screen with this device for the simple reason that the smallest magnification is the magnification level I have it set to now, which is about 2.5 times. Because the 2.5 times 
is you know a relatively large amount of magnification even at the smallest magnification level we don't fit that many words on the so screen. So why do you think that is? Is the is the picture quality after, under 2.5 just so poor that they just didn't even want to that's put exactly that as what an is. option? That's okay. exactly what it is. Because there's yeah. no reason not to have less. Whatever camera I mean, they're using, it just does not perform well okay. at those uh, lower I wonder if it's a, could it, well, is it a non-HD? Because I know that was sort of the... There was the, an issue with, yeah, non-HD in the past, but I can't yeah. imagine, I can't imagine that would be the case. But yeah. saying that, though, the picture quality is a little crummy with this one. So yeah, that yeah. is one thing to be aware of. My big downside to this device is the picture quality in general isn't the greatest. Now, at the moment, I'm using the device's built-in stand, which is on the back here. So I folded out the stand. Uh, in terms of other controls, we have a couple of ports. Where's the camera? There we go. We have a couple of ports on the left side. One is for charging and one is for connecting an external camera. And then we have a couple of ports on the other side. One is for headphones and one is for connecting the device to an external screen. Um, but um, yeah, in general, so on the device's own stand, the picture quality is okay. It's, it's, it's okay, I would say. Mm -hmm. But when we put it in the separate stand, which we're gonna do in a little bit, you really notice that at that point that the, the picture quality, when you're in the color mode, is not the greatest. So okay. that's something uh, worth bearing in mind. This device does have physical buttons. So we have, I need to, oh, a second. let's try and rearrange here. There we go. Yeah, if we need to put something over here, you can. No, I think we got it. Okay. So um, we do have physical controls on the front of the device here. We have from right to left, a plus button for zooming in. And uh, Corey, this one zooms in discrete steps rather than continuous magnification. Oh, there you go. <laughs> uh, let's see if we can hold it down to zoom continuously. No, it still goes by discrete steps. So, Interesting. Yeah, there's a lot of them, though, so it's not too bad. Uh, we have a minus button next for decreasing magnification. The next, yes. I, I, I got to ask you this question. Go. Why did you choose to go from right to left instead of left to right? <laughs> I don't know. I didn't think about okay. it that much. I know. It was just one of those. I didn't know. If I it think was... it's because the most important controls are on the right. Okay. Got so it. that's why. Yeah. I just think like reading, you just naturally. Okay. Go ahead. <laughs> it really was. It served no purpose to ask you that question. People in other countries read the opposite way around. That's so... true. But are you in another? Do you read? From right to left? Uh, I I read from left to right. We've just lost our camera feed. <laughs> <laughs> Did we pull it out? No, it seems to be plugged in. Uh, just the, the, yes, the secondary camera. So right, Jonathan is going to come and try and fix our camera here. Let's continue to talk about the buttons while Jonathan is taking a look <laughs> at that. We have a contrast button for changing the colors. And we do have your regular color modes, the white on black, the black on white. And then there are some other colors as well. And, and again, they can be enabled or disabled in the menu. Sure. One of the interesting things about uh, this device is they must have some kind of algorithmic goodness going on because okay. with the high contrast, colors um, the image looks really good but the color image does not look great so hmm. something's going on when you turn on the high contrast colors that really helps to kind of make the image just that much better and you've seen that on multiple devices it's not just ours you've seen seen the same oh, behavior yeah. on it oh yeah so okay. it's, it's something to do with this device itself sure. it's not only does it uh, change the colors but it also seems to uh, just enhance the image in general and it actually <laughs> it actually looks could, really good could you do that on the color well, then yeah, yeah that's, you, you would have hoped that they might be able to something yeah interesting yeah it is interesting yeah uh, next button along we have a home button that will take us to a menu system and then we have a camera button Corey any ideas what the camera button does yes 
Yes. It cameras. Good, good. it cameras. Very good. <laughs> uh, this will be our OCR button and also to take a picture, just like on the previous device. And then we have a little joystick. This thing's kind of fun. You can move it up and down, left and right. When you're in the menus, you can use the joystick to navigate around. Now, you can also use the, the touch screen, so the choice is yours. Um, but uh, yeah, the joystick is, is kind of fun. <laughs> so <laughs> with uh, magnification, nothing too much to report. It's pretty much your standard type of thing. We do have that larger screen, like I say. But uh, if, you're, if you do benefit from smaller magnification levels, then this is probably not the best device for you. But this device comes with a separate stand. If I grab the stand here. Now, the stand is fully foldable. So you can fold this stand away and um, you know uh, carry it around. It has a case that will take the stand and the device, which is pretty handy. And uh, when you want to use the device in the stand, you just unfold the stand and pop it into the top here. We're looking at the color mode. And if you guys watching are thinking that the color mode looks a little fuzzy, some of that is to do with the camera that we have you know, on the screen here. But some of it, like I say, is just to do with the fact that the color mode is a little fuzzy. Um, so I think some of that is translating across here. Mm -hmm. um, so I prefer using the high contrast modes. And uh, to you guys, I don't think the high contrast mode looks great here. But to me, it looks very nice and sharp. So I would recommend using the high contrast mode if you are uh, going to be using the device in the standard to read with the live magnification. Being in the stand here, we are hands-free, so we can get a hand underneath to write, which is nice. So just like with the Compact 10, we're able to write underneath here. The stand does have supports on either side. If we have a document underneath and we are reading, we need to move the document from left to right, but the stand kind of gets in the way a little bit. So that would be one uh, downside to the design. And we cannot adjust the device itself. The stand is fixed in this position. And so the camera, which is on the back of the device, is fixed in a fixed position. So we can't position the camera any differently. So that just means that we are stuck with this stand kind of being in the way a little bit. Doesn't matter too much for a single sheet of paper, because you can just kind of bend it and it's fine. Um, but if you have a book or something like that, then that could be a bit of a pain. Although, obviously, you can all, all, always take the uh, device out of the stand and use it on its own stand, like we were doing to begin with. We mentioned at the top when we talked about the Optelec, the, the prices. Oh, thank um, you, yeah. For, yeah, for the mm. Snow 12, where to I'm going to bring up, initially it was twelve ninety-five. Zoomax's stuff tends to be cheap. Sometimes that comes with some issues in yeah. terms of reliability, although mm -hmm. I haven't... Build quality. Yeah, build quality. Mm -hmm. yeah, I haven't heard too much bad about this, and we have we have uh, sold a few of these, and people have seemed to be getting get on well with them. So um, this one seems to be built pretty well, and they do call it a flagship product product of theirs, so hopefully they are putting some effort in. It was twelve ninety-five. It went up to $13.95, so a $100 difference. Mm -hmm. But it's on sale at the moment for $12.55. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So, uh, so yeah, definitely uh, cheaper, which is one of the things that you would be and bearing the, in mind with And this. the stand, how much is that? It comes with it. Oh, it does? OK. Yeah, Got comes it. with the, uh, the tablet, comes with the stand, comes with two cases, one just for the tablet and one that houses both the tablet and the stand. So we're looking at 12, currently $12.55 versus yes. the $18.95. And I will say, I mean, we can talk at the end, but me fe feeling them, you can feel feel a little build quality difference yeah. between the Snow 12 and the Compact 10. I think that's fair. Um, but I wouldn't I wouldn't call the Snow 12 cheap feeling though. I no. mean, it's not you know. It's a nice it's a nice product, and mm -hmm. we've never had any problems with ours, mm -hmm. and uh, clients have not reported any issues with theirs. So I do think the build quality is uh, is uh, at least reasonable. Mm -hmm. 
okay, so let's take a look at the optical character recognition. It's a bit weird with this device, to be honest with you. Um, so number one, we need to turn our documents sideways. Doesn't matter which sideways, but you have to turn it sideways. So there are some markings on the base, but they're not tactile. And those kind of uh, can help you to uh, get the paper position so the camera will be able to see the entire page. Uh, but generally, if you've got the paper just sideways on the base, then you should be uh, good. Now, here's the weird thing. We have a couple of things we can do here. First of all, I'm just going to hold down the camera button and keep it held down. I'm just going to keep it held down, keep it held down, keep it held down. Something came up on the screen here. Oh, it didn't do what I was expecting it to do. <laughs> oh, no, there it goes. OK. So it came up with another screen for a second. Then it started ticking. We got this progress bar. And now it's starting to read. Dedication Center Association. Connecting people with vision loss to and I'll stop it there. It actually did a pretty nice uh, job there. So it came out pr uh, pretty well. Um, and it did it pretty fast as well. Um, it's uh, showing us the words on the screen again, mm -hmm. which is nice. And we have a lot of controls in a bar down at the bottom here. Before we discuss those, though, I just want to uh, bring up one quick point. The way that we just did the OCR there um, was fine and it worked, it worked well, but oftentimes it doesn't work well if we do it like that. The reason that it doesn't is because by default, for some reason, it does not turn on the, the light that shines onto the document when you do OCR. If you just hold down that camera burn, it will take a picture without turning on the light that shines on the document. And oftentimes, that doesn't lead to the greatest results. I don't know why they designed it like that. It seems completely bizarre to me. Mm -hmm. But what I would suggest if you want to get the best results is to turn on the light. Now, the way that you have to do this, so we can either do OCR by going into the menu. And the first option is uh, OCR, and we could tap on that. And that would take us through to a screen Text here. So if we do that, or if we hold on to the camera button but let go when the, the lights on the base uh, turn off, either way, it will take us through to this screen but not take the picture yet. This screen here shows us a live image of the document so we can position the document where we want it. But it also, in the top right, has a light bulb with a line through it. That means the lights are currently off, but I would recommend turning those on before taking the picture. Depending on the lighting of the room, it's just going to be safer because it means that your document should be properly illuminated no matter what the light's like in the room that you're in. Once you've uh, enabled that light, you can hit the camera button to take a picture just once, and it will go ahead and take a picture. And we'll get that progress bar again, and then it's going to show us the words on the screen. Give it a second. FC Technology and Vision Forward Education Center connecting people with vision loss to possibilities. And there it goes. Again, it did a nice job. We got some good results. The words are being displayed on the screen. Now, we can use the physical buttons to change the size of the words. Plus will increase the size. Minus will decrease. We can change the colors using the color button. So all of those are available with physical buttons. But we also have a number of touch screen controls here. In the middle, we have play pause to the left, uh, speed down and speed up. To the right of the play pause, we have volume down and volume up. Again, to the left, we have this button that we're going to look at in a second. And we also have a button to the far left that will minimize the control bar so it kind of disappears from the screen. And if we open it up again on the right side, we also have a floppy disk icon, which will save the image. So we can save images on this, just like the Compact 10. And we also have a back button, which will take us back to where we can then take another picture of another document. 
Now, I just want to show quickly this button that I had not described, which uh, is kind of a gallery image. Um, that's what the icon is. And if we hit that, it's going to take us through to a cool mode, which will show us an overview of the document that we just took a picture of. The document is being displayed uh, in its correct orientation, and we have numbers by it. Now, the tricky part of this is that the numbers are kind of small. Um, but we have three numbers on our document here. We have a number one toward the top, of the top of the document, a number two in the middle, and a number three at the bottom. That's because the machine has uh, found that those are three separate areas of text. They are separate blocks of text on this page, and it's split them up into different numbered areas because we might want to read a specific area on this page. And to do that, we can come into this view and then just press on the number that uh, relates to the area of the page that we want to read. So if I hit the number three, we will read the block of text at the bottom of the page. Learn more or schedule all your free 45-minute tech demonstration. And if I hit the one, obviously, we'll read the block of text at the top of the page. SC Technology and Vision Forward Education Center. And so on and so forth. So that's a nice feature that you usually only get on larger CCTVs, but it's here on the snow and it works uh, perfectly well. The only downside being it is a little small visually to see some of this stuff. So how useful it is is going to be dependent on uh, how well you can see that stuff. All right, well, that's the main features that we wanted to show. We're almost out of time here, if you can believe that. One other thing with this device is you can connect an external camera for looking into the distance as well. So for those students and things like that, mm -hmm. uh, that could be a useful thing. Well, in the Compact 10 does not have That's that. right. Yeah. You can with the Compact 10, uh, like we saw, you can close the stand and yeah. hold it up. Yeah, but but student-wise, if you wanted to be pointing up at a at a board or whatever, you wouldn't. The Snow 12 might be a good option because it's a... Yes, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so is that, that, that's a camera that plugs in, it's not wireless. No, that's right. So it plugs into uh, the left side. It's called the Snowlink. Mm -hmm. And uh, I've never actually tried it, so I'm not sure what the resolution is like, but I, I get the impression it's basically just a camcorder. Mm -hmm. um, so you can just uh, connect that, okay. and then you can view into the distance by going into the menu and then clicking on the camera icon on the right side. And uh, we also have a cog wheel, which will take us through to the settings. And there's obviously a bunch of stuff that we can uh, change in there, as you would imagine. Corey. I have imagined, yes. And that is the end of our extravaganza. Okay, thank we you, everybody. Goodbye. <laughs> we extravaganzaed our hearts out. Cool. <laughs> um, cool. So those are both good devices. Corey, you have a favorite? Well, I mean, I think that the two, the two biggest things for me is, you know, that, that the extra two inches on the Snow 12 is nice. Yeah. But only coming at 2.5 minimum magnification almost negates a bit of that two inches. Yes, agreed. Um, I think that build quality, picture quality, camera quality definitely goes to the Compact 10. Mm -hmm. um, but you also are talking about a close to $700 difference yes. between the two devices. So um, I think that's where it becomes kind of difficult. Um, and, and I think the... the 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 design's a little bit different too. The Compact 10 has a little more more compact yeah, <laughs> uh, design. Yeah. Where the Snow 12 can have that. The Snow 12 can have that, but that extra stand mm -hmm. does make it a little bit bigger. Yeah. Um, yes. So yes, definitely. Yeah. So in conclusion, uh, they're both pretty good. So <laughs> yeah, I mean, I think these are two very two vi viable options. There are some other ones that are still good that obviously we couldn't fit into the Explore. Eight is a very good option. That's a little bit smaller. Uh, what's the Ruby? 
Uh, are they up to a, do they have a Ruby they, 8 or 12 They or do 10? have an 8-inch version, yes. Okay. Yes. Um, so there's a lot on the market, and there's obviously brands we didn't even talk about, but these are brands that we've had good luck with. Yeah. Uh, both from a reliability and quality standpoint. Exactly. If you need a portable device that can do full-page OCR, I think both of these are yeah. good solutions. So, uh, yeah, feel free to check them out. We have produced videos uh, on our YouTube channel, of course. Uh, let me see. Here we go. Here's YouTube. So, uh, if you would care to go to youtube.com forward slash vision forward tech connect, then you will find our YouTube channel where we host a number of exciting videos, including the recording of this session and also our produced videos, of which we have quite yeah. a lot at this point. Uh, the last one was on good maps. It was on good maps. Yep. Yes. And one other thing that we don't have a slide uh, scene for, but we're going to have to create one, yeah. is uh, our, our uh, online assistive technology resource where you can get uh, recordings, uh, watch these sessions live if you want to. You can also uh, watch recordings of these and any past ones we've done in 2023 and 2022. Um, there's also professional webinars that are available free of charge. If you want on-demand ACVREP credit, you can do so. There's a little small cost for those credit. You're gonna head over to, um, excuse me, head over to techconnect.vision-forward.org and you can create that account and if you don't already have one. So don't forget about that resource. All right, and in two weeks' time, we will be looking at the Dolphin Reader Pod? So D Dolphin Guide Pod. Guide so pod, thank you. We, we looked at Guide Connect uh, in a two-part series on Tech Connect Live. We maybe did. Yeah, maybe four months ago. Yeah, sounds we about did right. Two. This is very similar, except it looks like it's, it's more like an Apple TV-shaped device that you plug directly into your TV and use a, uh, use a, a remote control for it. So if you have somebody who's interested in doing computer-related functions but just can't use a computer, mm -hmm. then uh, take a look in two weeks for the Dolphin Guide Pod that might be a solution for them. Indeed. And uh, somebody in the chat, Paxnan in the chat here says, what would you recommend for textbook use with ability to highlight and make notes? Well, the Reveal 16i would allow you to do those things. So you would be able to use it to uh, take a picture of textbook pages and then to highlight and uh, annotate using the touch screen. So that would be one potential option. But you might want to look at a computer-based camera for some of that stuff as well. So uh, MagnaLink S or something. The uh, um, like Potentially the Connect 12 from HumanWare yes. could be a good option yeah, because Connect that does give also. you a full, you have the, the Prodigy software uh, but then you also have, I think they still call it the product. Oh, they Maybe do. They do. No, they do. Um, uh, but then you also have the ability to go out and go into a full Android tablet, so have all of your Google Docs and yeah. all that, too. And so that's the that same with the nice. Reveal 16, but the Connect 12 is a 12-inch uh, foldable tablet, kind of similar to the Snow uh, there. Yeah, uh, very similar. Yeah, with, so the Reveal 16 is a foldable CCTV with a 16-inch screen. Uh, but uh, both of those could be good, or, like I say, a computer camera, maybe the Transformer or the uh, Magnolia like S or something like that. I was going to like say, that. I like the LVI Magnolia. Yes. I think it's great quality cost is a little steep but you're, you, it is a little better quality yes indeed and if anybody has any other questions they can reach us at techconnect at vision-forward.org that is correct which i will put into the chat right now if i can spell the word forward which i can't there we that go. is B-A-C-K-W-A-R-D. Okay. <laughs> All right, everybody. Thank you so much for joining us. We look forward to seeing you in two weeks' time. Until then, have a great time. Bye for now.
thanks for joining us for another Tech Connect Live. If you enjoyed Corey and Luke's antics, be sure to join us next time. For all things Tech Connect, go to vision-forward.org slash techconnect.